production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. It has been a beautiful week this week, absolutely gorgeous uh, week. Maybe we're our first real taste of uh, spring. It's wonderful. Oh, it's great. It's beautiful weather. It's not storming on this Wednesday, so we're actually recording when it's not raining. We've had three days of absolutely beautiful weather. Looks like we may have another day or so and a little rain coming in this weekend, but not going to cuss this. Mid-70s, sunshine, gorgeous. Hope that people have taken advantage of that. And Matt, uh, since our last show, we've taken advantage of several things that we're going to talk about. We've got movies, masters, and Easter to talk about coming up. Yeah, Derek, you hope the weather is this nice on April 22nd weekend coming up in Hernando. Oh, a massive weekend well, coming up. actually North Mississippi. North Mississippi, period. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Wallen will be making uh, Oxford a, um, whew, it's going to be, pretty packed in Oxford, Mississippi, that 21st to the 23rd weekend. And it's also going to be a big weekend here in Hernando. And you hope that this weather that's happening right now can can go to that weekend. That'd be, uh, I mean, wow. wow. I mean, that's it's risky to have an outside concert, you know, the, the first one ever yeah. in Vault Hemingway Stadium. But if you can catch 70 degrees at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you hit the jackpot. Well, yeah. And it, <laughs> it's it's going to be nice. And so many things that we're going to preview that's coming up here. Oh, tons of stuff. And Hernando also that same day that are all outside too. So just a, just going to be a wonderful, wonderful weekend. But that's coming up in shout outs. We've got a couple things, a couple of uh, topics we're also going to cover uh, during, I guess, what you would call our news section. Pretty excited about a couple of things that we're just going to kind of go over and uh, maybe, maybe have a couple of takes on those. Um, and then, of course, we'll have sport. Uh, we'll talk about what we're going to be doing this weekend for church and uh, everything that we always do on our shows. But, Matt, before we get into all that, we have a couple of, uh, couple of sponsors that we'd make sure we want to hit at the top of every show. That's right, Derek. Our 2023 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County for over 14 years, Mr. Brian Couch and Terry Thomas with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 70 years of combined real estate experience. They are ranked nationally as a top-performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. You know, nationwide, they talk about different changes going on in the housing market. DeSoto County is actually still in a real estate boom, and Brian and Terry are ready to walk you through this huge decision for you and your family, whether you're buying or selling a home in DeSoto County. Give Brian and Terry a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. You can always call Brian on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. They're currently offering a free no obligation market analysis simply give them your address they can tell you all about your neighborhood your street how long houses have been staying on the market within a mile radius of your home how fast they're closing staying in escrow all the analytics that you want in 2023 to help you make the best decision for you and your family team couch possesses those analytics call them again 662-449-1700 you can also do a full home search at their award-winning website teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. Simply put in your parameters, everything from school zones, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, zip codes, load all that information in and let teamcouch.com do all the work. As the weather continues to get better, get into the spring, beautiful blue skies, People are traveling all around the Hernando area, looking at new homes, possibly moving. Look for the best, work with the best. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. 
You know, Derek, Brian Couch did an interview with uh, Zach Sims of OB Pod here in the last couple of weeks. We may use some of that information, some of that interview, uh, you know, to talk a little bit more about that, uh, a little bit longer form here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, trim that up to where it's going to be a little bit Hernando-specific or right in this area. So looking forward to that. Zach does a great job at uh, with the OB Pod. I know we give him a shout-out at, at the end of the, each show. So let's go ahead and do that in the beginning of the show. OB Pod simply stands for Olive Branch. Look him up today anywhere you listen to your podcast. Again, Team Couch a Birch Realty Group coming to you on this beautiful day from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios, Mobile Cars and Vans, located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken, right behind the BP station that had the roof fall off, and now it's back and renovated and everything like that. <laughs> so it looks so much better. But you see a lot of vans, cars right there in the parking lot, the old burger shop building, Mobile cars and vans, cars, trucks, vans. We can help with insurance claims, transmission issues. If you're putting your car into a body shop or putting your car into a mechanic shop, whether it be for a day, a week, sadly, even a month, give us a call. Let us help you. Mobile cars and vans, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Let us be of service to you and help you. If you're traveling this summer, we have vans that are still available, ready to go, ready to be of service. Mobile cars and vans. Well, Derek, we kick things off with our Since Our Last Show segment, and we got it broken down on our little board over there. Well, Derek, probably the biggest thing, obviously, the biggest thing that's happened since our last show is going to be uh, Easter holiday, mm-hmm. last Sunday. Um, wonderful. I had the opportunity to be in New Albany, go to First Baptist Church in New Albany, and, and enjoyed that. They, they always do a wonderful job down there, and, uh, you know, doesn't happen every year, but the Masters was on Sunday, yes, which was a good thing. Masters was a little bit boring this year because I had a feeling Rom was going to pull ahead and Kepka was kind of going to hear come back. I think the bigger issue was Phil Mickelson coming back so well. Man, he had a wonderful Sunday. Uh, 65. <laughs> you shoot a 65 on Augusta National at any particular time. That's yeah. pretty pretty solid. So, um, you know, but that was going on on Sunday, and then uh, you, everything was good here, uh, Hernando Methodist. It was good. I uh, had a great service. Um, I actually had to greet at the 8 o'clock, went to the 9.30. Uh, the did, you, did you go in? Did you greet at the 8 o'clock and then just leave? I just left. <laughs> I'll, I'll greet at the 8 o'clock. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. See y'all. All right. See y'all <laughs> came, later. Came back at 9.30. Of course, 9.30, you know, packed house. Yeah. Had to find, bring chairs in type thing. I'm sure 11 was the same way. So, yeah, it was a great service. I did a good job. Um, I did, I did text everybody. with Brother David. I think, we're, I think we are going to try and do a table service next year as well. Okay. Very because cool. I had three or four different people ask me, wait, we're not doing the table service. That's something we're going to try and put together next year is definitely have that opportunity around 9.30. Because a lot of people, that's that's – you know, even though it's in the gymnasium and set up in a different way, more contemporary style, uh, that is a lot of people's uh, service they go to now. Right. So it was good. And then, uh, you know, of course, everybody kind of gathered in the courtyard afterward, had some coffee, took their, you know, family Easter pictures, what everybody had to do to, I guess, put on social media. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. That's what it's all about. That, that, that's Social media is all, it's not he about is risen. the cross. Here's what my family looks like. That's it. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Right. It's not, yeah, the cro- it's not about the cross or the stone being rolled away. <laughs> it is about um, having their socks pulled up correctly yeah. if you have young, young children. Yeah. Or, t- uh, the tomb is empty. Uh, however, uh, our family is not. Here's all five of us. <laughs> no, no, no. The tomb is empty, and so are our lives. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that may be the way. That, that may be the thing right there. So anyway, Easter was the biggest thing since our last show. And then a couple of movies that you and I were excited about. I'll go first. Me and Wilson went and saw Air, which is all about the – I thought it was amazing. I don't want to give too much of a way, but they played the Michael Jordan part perfectly. Yes. Oh, yes. This story was all about 
Sonny Vaccaro, who uh, you know was worked for Nike, and he was a talent scout and all that kind of stuff. This was about him courting not Michael Jordan necessarily, but the Jordans mm-hmm. to invest in and and be a part of Nike. And uh, I thought it was a really really good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love movies like that about business and mm-hmm. how things may have happened. You know that were such a big part of our life. I mean, Jordans would have come out for me when I was about six or seven. Eighty four. Yeah, yeah. eighty four. So I was about six or seven, and I mean just. My gosh! Now that a lot of the stuff in the movie makes sense when you look back on it, um, you know, with the amount of white that has to be on the shoe and the red and the black, and it's just—it was a really, really good movie. The language is uh, pretty stout. A lot of language. There was a time. In, yeah, there was a time in there. I was like, whoa, the language was a bit stout. So, um, you know, your mom probably won't like it, you know, type thing. But, uh, but it, a really, really good business movie. I mean, if you follow. Jordan at all if you grew up with him I mean you kind of knew the story I think everybody was kind of aware you knew there was a a thing around his shoes he was the first one to have his own signature shoe did not realize um, one of the stats they give at the end of the I mean this is not a spore because we all know Michael Jordan was successful that there are still shoes coming out every year um, in in all varieties how much is still made annually off of his cut yeah because it's is, not air jordans now it's jump man which yeah. is all him so and his impressive. his percentage wait that, till you see the end his percentage is astounding yeah i mean, like, I, mean I knew he did well right? it came to 10 percent. that's what yeah. well that's what the math showed yeah but it's just i mean that's annual when i saw yeah. that annual figure i'm like okay so he's a billionaire pretty quickly yes. every you know other year yes. basically he, he, re- he regenerates a pretty good amount of money every year <laughs> um so anyway but um, great great performances now sonny vaccaro of course is a shorter balding italian man that is not matt damon no so but matt damon did a great job in the right. in the the lead he had to role. wear a fat suit they said he he he, he had a little, he, he put like on some a legit fat suit yeah he put on some poundage <laughs> um ben affleck is absolutely fantastic sure. as phil knight just yeah. crack me up very aloof and movie yeah. and then jason bateman is jason bateman who probably is my favorite actor of those three yeah, me i mean too. I, I respect what the other guys do and affleck's a great director but jason bateman just everything he's in he's good yeah uh, so i loved him chris he ma- tucker he, he makes a movie better jason bateman yeah. all yes oh, great great so especially good. as a character actor so good and then uh and then uh chris tucker yeah Kind of see the flashes of the Friday a couple times as yep. he's trying to talk, but he's also put on some real weight. Right. Um, you know, just older, so older play guy. The guy. Yeah. If you like conversations, if you like watching deals yes. get done, of course, Viola Davis, wonderful as the mother. Tremendous, yes. Just um, if you like 80s uh, nostalgia, 80s um, clothing, yep. <laughs> if you love 80s soundtracks, yep. Yep. fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, just great, great it, movie. If your kids like sports, if you have a son or, or even daughter that likes basketball or likes sports or something like that, that's what Wilson and I really enjoyed. I mean, he's a bas- he enjoys basketball, and so to see that was um, was was pretty interesting. And then the next movie you saw, you and Bo went and saw back to back movies uh, on a particular day. But uh, you guys saw John Wick Four, which wow. I've only seen John Wick One. I know how big this movie is, but um, you're saying and raving about it, saying it was really really good. It concludes it nicely. Okay, uh, it's a very nice conclusion uh, of the. I guess you can't. It's not a trilogy. It's a quadruplex i don't know what you call it before <laughs> but it it it, it and concludes it nicely but if you like the first three um you will like that the fight sequences the the number of deaths and the the i guess the way they died i mean it's just it, it's a john wick movie right it's a john um movie. but and you've got your favorite characters are back uh there are there are some pretty shocking parts uh in it i will say that uh for a couple of the, the, your favorite characters but overall just a I mean, it probably runs a little long. You probably could have trimmed 15, 20 minutes off of it, but you're going to enjoy it if you like the first three. And really, really just a, a, um, I mean, 
Matt, it's a John Wick thriller. It's not a thriller. Hundreds of, of deaths. Yes. Hundreds. So you just kind of get desensitized, sure. and you go from like ooh oh oh, and it's kind of like oh oh yeah, yeah. okay that's a good one. And, you know, it's yeah. just it, you kind of morph throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, you know I. I I will watch all four of those movies again. Yeah. My favorite character actually did not make it out of one. Remember the black haired girl that attacked him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, that stinks. <laughs> and there was so much more there. I mean, there was so much more there. I mean, you look up at the, in the, uh, you know, Hitmen thing, rarely does a, you know, uh, absolute just Miss America looking oh, yeah. thing come in and it's like, hey, John, you know, anyway, long story. Well, uh, I just but, love the whole world and all oh, the yeah. rules oh, that they absolutely. have. I yes. mean, all the whole thing is just really, really cool. They did a great job with it. So if you've seen the first three, if you haven't seen the fourth one, just pay the money, pay the $10, $11, go see it in the theater because you're going to want the widescreen and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, especially the opening shot is kind of a, a Lawrence of Arabia throwback. It's ab- the, the, the opening scene right. is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. We had Easter Sunday on Sunday, got to spend time with family and, and, and be a part of that. And then we had uh, the Masters um, happening on Sunday and all through the weekend, and then some movies. I mean, again, it's always I, – I love movies, and I really enjoy spending time with my kids and, and going to see movies. Hannah Grace and I had to go do something on Saturday down in Jackson as Miss Hospitality, which has another part of our show in just one second. But uh, we actually swung by on our way down and stayed, a hotel, stayed in a hotel on Friday, and we watched the Mario movie on oh, our way down. Oh, how was that? It's okay. The new one. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's okay. I've heard it's geared more toward like seven-year-olds. Right. That, you know, it's, it's it's for a younger crowd. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if you played the game growing up, of course, there's going to be some nostalgic stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, there's some there's some of those things. You know, Jack Black is in it. I won't tell you what part he plays, but you'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, it's it's worth a decent watch. I mean, if you you know, we you and I grew up playing Mario and that type of stuff, and our kids play Mario Kart. So there was definitely some uh, things that from young and old you could enjoy you know i think they could have ended things a little bit differently like why would you not end the movie how you end the game how he can kind of touch on the flag you know and <laughs> and the princess gets say anyway sorry trying to spoil well, that but, also but, why would you put a white american male doing a italian voice but that's a whole nother thing okay okay yeah oh <laughs> i'm just saying oh we're going that kind of show I mean, well i'm okay, just saying it's right. like Oh, well, hey, well, hey well, we're, yeah, you know hey, what? Hey, Mario, I mean, like, you know, sure. Mario, that's a very good you know, point. Was, yes. it's, it's Chris Pratt. Yes, okay. So, I mean, it's just... That's a, no, that's a, that's really a good point right anyway, there, I'm for not, sure. But anyway, so there's some more movies that we did over the weekend since our last show. Glad to be back on the UTW Podcast on this beautiful Wednesday at the Mobile Cars and Van Royal Studios. As I just mentioned, Hannah Grace Crane, Miss Hospitality for State of Mississippi. We had to go down for a big Easter egg hunt with the Ag, uh, the ag Commission on Saturday. And then last night, Derek, you uh, I texted back and forth with you a little bit. I had the opportunity to travel to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for the 11th Annual Pinnacle Awards. Pinnacle Awards are put on by a thing called the Sales and Marketing Professionals of the State of Mississippi, okay? And this is the first statewide mm. Pinnacle Awards. And r- literally, as I, when I pull up, uh, I get Hannah Grace dropped off, everything, I see the City of Hernando vehicle pull up and Miss Gia Matheny with the Hernando Farmer's Market, which was honored last night in Hattiesburg as a nominee for uh, a Pinnacle Award for the State of Mississippi. So I want to give a shout out to Gia and the Farmer's Market. More news about the Farmer's Market coming from the UTW podcast here shortly. But shout out to the City of Hernando because the table I sat at, the when they read her as a nominee or read the Farmer's Market as a nominee, it was really neat. She got to go up there, and Hannah Grace gave out the awards. So I was very proud to see Miss Gia Matheny, who represents our city so well, up there with Hannah Grace receiving her mm-hmm. award. You know, to Hernando uh, women. Um, you know, there was a really, really neat scene. But they announced some of the different things. Six when they said six hundred thousand dollars in annual sales. Wow. From the farmers market, everyone at my table looked right at me and were like, "Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait! Y'all are only open one day a week." And I kind of made the joke that the farmers market was able to get medicinal marijuana. 
<laughs> before everybody else. So that may have boosted our sales a little bit, but that's not true. The farmer's market is a success because of a good group of vendors and leaders and Jim Matheny especially working on that and making it a priority uh, to be one of the best farmer's markets in the Mid-South, if not in the state of Mississippi. So shout out again to Jim Matheny, the team at the, the farmer's market, and to it's, it was really good to be in Hattiesburg. Everybody there was focused on that particular H, mm-hmm. but I was really focused on Hernando and uh, it felt really good to be represented by Hannah Grace with Miss Hospitality and then Gia to get that opera, uh, opportunity. So shout out again to the city of Fernando and the farmer's market. Well, again, that, congratulations to both Gia and, of course, to Hannah Grace. Continued uh, to do her job as Miss Hospitality. A couple things that uh, from that, because that's kind of the first I'm hearing about the, the full thing. The, the first is that people – this is just reiterates the fact that they do not know what happens in DeSoto County, that you can go down there Absolutely. and say, Hey, we have $600,000 in sale. Yes. It's, you know, it's four or five times a month for, you know, what, six, seven months. And yes, it raises basically a hundred thousand dollars a month. So what is that? $20,000 a weekend. That happens sure. here in Hernando, Mississippi. Oh, did you know about DeSoto County? We have 200,000 people and we draw from basically a hundred miles each way. That's ha- yes, that can possibly happen. Why don't you come see, you know, why don't you visit north yourself, of Jackson, sure. please? Second of all, I cannot wait for the bond issue to all that to happen up at Lander Center. When it does, I don't ever want to hear an event in Hattiesburg again. Right. I'm, I'm it, it, you know, you're talking about the softball tournaments last year. We're talking about this awards this year. I know that the the Miss Hospitality is actually something that Hattiesburg puts on, so that that's completely different. That's their thing. I understand that, and they they put a lot of money, and time, and effort into that. I'm not trying to take that away from them. But Pinnacle Awards, um, the softball, you know, state softball final, all that kind of stuff. Zero percent reason it shouldn't be held in DeSoto County at least. Every other year, definitely pursued by this, but yeah, by but, but County, I mean, for sure, because I, I would say right now, okay, so if you're telling me Hattiesburg has a nicer, better complex, right? Our Center is nice, yeah, but I can see that there's okay, a better hotel situation, something connected to it, maybe a better, uh, you know, maybe it's like in a different kind of a rectangular shape form because it's easier for exhibits and stuff like that. Fine, but once that they complete this up here. We have to be bringing or bidding to bring this right, thing. Right, County should working yeah. our, our legislatures, our senators, you know, House members, all that should be working to bring those events up here. So when people come up here, they say, "Oh, oh, now we see why you can do six hundred thousand dollars in sales." Well, not only that, the people that are coming up from you know Jackson area, they turn off to go to Oxford. That's where they turn. That, that's it. That's what right. I'm saying. They, they turn they off do to go, not to go north. Right. No they, doubt, they don't come up here. I mean, rarely do those people come a little bit further, whether it be to Hernando to DeSoto County, see the wonderful things in DeSoto County. And you're right, Derek. Five years from now, that convention center right there in the Landers Center area, it's going to be state-of-the-art. So <laughs> let's go pursue that and, and, and make that boom. Why not? Why not have the Pinnacle Awards or something like that up here or an opportunity to share, you know, just – because I mean, Hattiesburg, no, breaking news to Hattiesburg, not centrally located. No, not at all. Not centrally located. So you could say, well, they don't want to have it up here because we're at the top of the state. Doesn't matter. Hattiesburg's not centrally located. I mean, all the stuff that happens on the coast, definitely not centrally located. No, not at all. Why can't we have it on this end? No, we, no. we should be fighting for every dollar of that once we feel comfortable and confident enough that we have uh, facilities to be able to do that. Well, and multiple hotels coming to Hernando. Listen yeah. to last week's show. <laughs> Listen to yes, last week's show. Multiple hotels coming. Uh, not not a fifth story. Not a fifth story. No, no, no. no. We're going to give you four. four. Yeah, we just four stories. That's, four. As high, that's as high as we go. That's as high as we go as four stories. So anyway, again, shout out to the city. Shout out to Hannah Grace Crane for being a representative there. She uh, read her or she uh, – what's the word? Not reading, but you um, – 
presents your speech, her Mississippi speech, and she did a really good job. So her her reign as Miss Hospitality only has about three months left, but she loves Mississippi and has really enjoyed uh, doing that. So I'm, And I'm kind of the uh, quasi-driver security guy. <laughs> I guess that's what I do. But uh, anyway, we digress. And her reign will come to a close this summer. That's what her summer will look like. Well, Derek, tell us about some other things for DeSoto County Schools happening this summer. You know, there may be some kids that are going to be um, stuck in class. Yeah, so DCS announced their summer school program uh, this week. The Soto County Schools have announced that the summer school program will start this year on June the 1st. Be, this is both for elementary school, middle school, and for high school. There's a lot of information on this. I didn't want to kind of spit all this out on the air. So the pertinent information that you need for the summer school, if this is something that you know uh, involves your child, please go to this Contact Central Services office at the Soto County Schools. Again, Contact Central Services Office at DeSoto County Schools. Just, just, yeah, just Google DeSoto County Schools, and then when you go on there, click on the Contact uh, the Central Services Office. They'll be able to tell you. You'll see it's very nicely done. Uh, it, it all started on June 1st. Some of them end, I think, elementary ends before the end of June. Uh, middle school, high school go into July. But you can kind of find out. You know, I think you can't take more than two classes. There's all kind of rules. But please go on there if it does apply. And uh, it's all free of charge. Uh, I think breakfast and lunch will be offered, but you do have to pay for it. Are these um, are these classes? Are these opportunities for kids to recap or what? I mean, you hear the yes. words you hear the word summer school, and you kind of it's like, hey, I failed something. That's right. That's not necessarily where we not, are. Or yes, well, it, not necessarily. There may be you know some issues. I mean, of course, coming out of COVID, there were much more issues. Now right. it's more back. Basically, these children did not pass certain okay, areas. Gotcha. You know, in the reading and the in the reading and the math department, uh, and then uh, of course, if you failed a class, now if you made below a fifty, hello, you cannot take summer school. Well, oh, you have to repeat oh, that that okay. class. Uh, but anything, all that information is going to be on the all website. All that information is on. If it's fifty or above, <laughs> fifty to I guess seventy or sixty-five, whatever it is, um, then you would be able to retake it, but you can't take more than two. But yes, all that information. Please go on there. Starts June the first. Uh, registration, you know, can happen before then. At and go to Central Services. And, and again, I know this is a little early, but they're putting it out now because hopefully some of your kids, if they're on that borderline, they can still got, what, three, yeah. four weeks to, to catch up to, to get above that. But if not, that's where you need to go to find that information. And again, Derek, just a simple Google of DeSoto County Schools. Actually, be careful because there is a DeSoto County Schools, I think maybe in Florida. Possibly. Yes. Hernando, Mississippi. Yeah, Hernando, Florida. <laughs> Hernando, Florida. There's a Hernando, it's, Florida, so make sure it's Hernando, yeah, Be careful or your kid's going to be traveling this summer. And if you need a van, <laughs> come find me. We can put, we, if, you, if, your kid, if your kid's grades are so bad that we have to, you have to go to summer school in Hernando, Florida, whew, that's a, that's that's a tough deal. That's bad. a bad deal. That's bad. A, actually, no, no, no. What you do is you, put your, you enroll your kids in a school system down there, and then you just live down there for two months. Okay. Go to the beach. Yeah. There you go. That's oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's one way to do it. And, and uh, the, the one good thing about summer school, there is no class on Friday. No class on it's Friday. It's only Monday through Thursday. Okay. That's okay. Right. Interesting. Yeah. No class on Friday. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. And Derek, speaking of the, of, of the beach, Derek, sometimes you you go to the beach, you see a lot of people walking their pets mm. on the beach early in the mornings. A new law was passed in the state of Mississippi. Uh, we, we we may come back and start working on some of the different laws that have passed in the legislature in the last uh, two two months, uh, as, as that is now done at the end of March. We may come back and report on some of the different new laws. But one particular Derek wanted to talk about today on our show. What you got? Well, Matt, yeah, we're going to talk about the law, and then we're going to kind of lead that into another topic of conversation at the end. Okay. So uh, the lawmakers passed Senate Bill 2228, which established provision for the sale and renewal of pet insurance policies. Over the last week, Governor Tate Reeves signed the legislation into law, making Mississippi the second state in the country to establish such a measure. The law does take effect this July 1st, 2023. 
Now, Mississippi Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney said pet, pet owners must decide for themselves if insurance is right for them. In some cases, it could save you money. I guess if you have a pet that has to has a lot of issues. So you're talking about health insurance for your pet, for your meaning pets. just like we have health insurance, pay X amount of dollars and the Every vet month. accepts you know, uh, dog X care That's right. or whatever. Uh, go ahead and keep reading. I'm going to try and right. come up with some neat things. All right. The number of insured pets, of course, is growing every year, Cheney notes, saying that, it is, that so is the number of companies offering these types of policies. In the press release uh, sent to the UTW podcast, the Mississippi Insurance Department said pet insurance may seem like a joke to some, but it's actually big, big business. As of 2020, there were 3.1 million pets insured. The insurance department staff says pet insurance, like human insurance, includes exclusions, various levels of coverage, deductibles, and payment limits. Some carriers have different levels of coverage for the customer to choose from, while other carriers have one-size-fits-all type plans. Most pet insurance companies exclude pre-existing conditions. So you know, what about if, what about tread marks? <laughs> That's is that a pre-existing? Condition? I always say that's pre-existing. Uh, if Scruffy is, comes in, Scruffy comes right. in and has tumors all over its body. Probably not uh, no, going to be I'm able. To, I'm, I'm talking about the local garbage man. Oh, I know. Oh, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, that's so be tough. It, it, it does exclude pre-existing condition and hereditary or congenital conditions. So okay. again, if it's if that's that cocker spaniel that's been so inbred it can't even find sure. it, 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 you know, it's water dish. Yeah. Probably can't do anything for your pet. Uh, some insurance companies will not. <laughs> if ex- your pet. <laughs> If your pet's wearing a helmet, you know, that's <laughs> some, some insurance companies will not accept pets after a certain age, and many companies have waiting periods before benefits begin, which obviously that all makes sense. Now, the Mississippi Department of Insurance reminds citizens that insurance companies are usually broken down by the type of pet being insured, and some companies allow the, allow the owner to choose the type of veterinarian. So, Matt, all this to say, we're the second state in the nation that allows you to buy health insurance for your pet, just like you have it, just like I have it, deductibles, the whole thing. Of course, it's going to be based on the age of the pet, the life you know, expectancy of that pet. Uh, if that pet has a, a hereditary, a lot, a bunch of hereditary issues, they may say, look, okay, every, this type of dog, every dog at the age of five gets cataracts. We're not covering cataracts, sure. like, so, all that kind of stuff. So help me out with this real quick. We're, we're talking about pets. Is a horse a pet? Or are we talking about a horse? Or I, th- I think I think it's animals. I th- okay. Yeah, I would say it's any any type of domestic animal. Yes. Okay, interesting. Um, I mean, now, okay, okay. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about this. Think think, think about that now. What's the other state? Uh, did not say. You know, that's a good question. You I know what? Yeah, they may, maybe they didn't put that in there because they <laughs> they looked up and said, "Oh my gosh, we're actually Mississippi is actually doing something as blank or whatever." we're second to something. So there you go. We're second to something. Um, now I do want to say this. Was this pushed by the? All right. Was this pushed by the? veterinarian situation or was this pushed more by the insurance like what was like what's the benefit here well i mean obviously the insurance companies can run the actuary tables on animals Absolutely. and make some money yes <laughs> um i'm not sure i guess people there may have been an outcry for this people because matt those people that insure okay, their go. pet people that insure their pet are the same people that say i love frou-frou so much yes i love shaggy is is the heart and soul of my being that I'm going to bring it into every store that I enter. We've gotten to a point, Derek, where there are people listening to this show. There'll be listeners to this show where their pet, their pet's life is more important than another human's. That, That's that is, where we are. Well, if you are at an age or at a situation where you never had a child dependent on you, right? fine, if that's right. the way you feel about it. If you are putting it over a current child dependent, right. 
Shame on you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, shame on you. What, what if what if what if the uh, let me ask you a question? What if the kid's a loser? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, all right. So, what if you have a really, really good dog that's really good for ten years, but your son is yeah. in his twenties and can't get a job? And well, I understand that. I, I still say, like, what, what is it? Um, uh, a h- human greater than <laughs> Pac Man greater than yeah. uh, no. animal. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna go that way. And I thought then, it was. He, I thought it was he. He is greater than my problems. And that thing, <laughs> you know, the little thing, the little Pac Man HD Pac Man yeah. greater than. Go ahead. Sorry, but but no, I'm, I'm you know just I know I don't at some point I mean people just say you know what if it's a service dog that has on a leash with a with a red thing draped over it that says please do not touch my dog it's a diabetes dog it's a you know obviously a seeing eye dog anything like that perfect I, yeah. that that is great that is wonderful the dogs will be trained to do that you have people coming into your bank with a dog I see it at my bank Matt there are people in grocery stores grocery stores pushing dogs in buggies are you serious yes wow I have seen. In Kroger, at least a handful of times. I won't say more than five. I would say four to five times. I have seen dogs in Kroger. Let me ask you a quick and, question. And not again. Not not seeing eye dogs. Not and it, they say it's a my emotional support animal. <laughs> I, I right man. Oh like, man, this is th- great. This is my kind of show. I be, like. No, this. I'm just saying. It's, it's no. I agree with it, you. It, it is. It, Let me th- ask you a quick <sighs> question. What's the all right? So the the the, the main dog that would be in Kroger would be like a little frou frou. What would be the main dog in a Walmart? Like a pit bull? I mean what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm like I what's a pit bull? Oh no, 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 Rottweiler. Can you imagine walking in with a pit bull at Walmart? Oh my god! I, I, it, it would. I, would would Walmart make them leave? Because that's 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 that's, what, that's, that's yes, my question. Yes, We're in a society now where you Correct. can come in, you could take your dog, Correct. put it up on the counter, uh, pay for your laundry, do whatever, and yes. it's like, right? We're supposed to accept that. People, for some it's reason, yeah. I, I don't know when this started, what year this started, right. where the owners of the shop said. Get the animal out of here. Right, exactly. That, that no longer exists yeah. because I guess we're afraid of losing customers. We're afraid of offending some. I don't know well, what no, we're it is. Afraid, we're, sadly, we're afraid of being on Hernando Happenings because this person told me to leave with my dog. He's like, yeah, you're in a you're in an ice cream store. Yeah. You're in an ice cream shop where people are trying to eat. Well, and, anywhere with food is yeah. obviously no, no. But it's, it's, hey, don't bring your dog. Well, it's 95 degrees outside. Then don't bring your dog. Sure. Leave it at the yeah. house. Why do you think you have to bring your dog <laughs> Put it in your lap, dog murderer, and then drive to the show, store and bring it. Why do you think that is your right to do that? It's, it, you don't get me started. So it, anyway, I, I'm just. I agree with you. And now you can insure that dog. You can, yeah. And you so can insure that I mean, dog. are you insured the dog's in the front seat and goes to the windshield because you murdered it? Right. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't. If well, I'm the it, insurance company, I'm like, oh, seatbelt wasn't on the dog. It wasn't on the back seat. Oh, okay, you, no, I'm not but, paying. But that. then you you have burial and burial insurance. You do. Have I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think about some names for what I mean. All right, so. This has obviously got to be called called Pedicare. Pedicare. Pe- like is that what it's called? Uh, no. no? Well, no, you have Pedicare and Pedicaid. <laughs> so you have Pedicare and Pedicaid. I mean, again, I Pull will not. Poor I won't talk about what. I don't. I won't talk about what brand dog is going to be. I just mentioned him a second ago. The dog's going to be a Pedicaid. That's a Pedicaid dog. <laughs> That's a Pedicaid dog. Anyway, we digress. What a uh, interesting new law uh, coming out of uh, Jackson, Mississippi. You never know what you never know what those folks in Jackson in the legislature are going to be up to. You I never mean, know. I, you know, I, I will say know. this: there is some good from this for people that sure, they do fine. love the dogs, and especially if they're younger dogs that you want to keep for a long time because you love them. You know, I have seen people go to the vet and say, "Hey, look, I had to drop fifteen hundred dollars sure. for my dog having this X surgery." Yeah, and I have thought in the past. If you, I love my dog. Yeah. Okay. My dog is old dog, but I love my dog. But if they said, "Hey, man, it needs a surgery. It's going to cost you fifteen hundred dollars." Yeah. I'm like, um, 
just tell him I love him. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, I, I, you know, either do I need to bury him or do you bury him? Correct. Like, that's just, that's, th- there is no more conversation. That's it. Derek, my family, most people that listen, listen to the show know my family was in the, um, or they're in the funeral business. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my dad was, yeah, he, he was not, there was a certain price level to everything. Yeah. When it came, and we we raised cattle, we raised dogs. All I mean, not raised dogs, but you know what I'm saying. There was a price to everything. Yes. So, um, that vet didn't always show up at the uh, at the crane farm for something. I'll just say that. Well, it's just it's at some point you say okay, it's it's a, yeah. especially older. Right. It's a dog. Um, I, I love you. You know, yeah. whatever. And and um, you know, I'll, let me say bye to him, and then you just keep yeah. him and thank you. I don't disagree. I, 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 so, but it, but it, if that's not. But if your co- look, if your copay is only two hundred bucks, let's do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so again, they're, they're, this is what this is this is what you're buying. Right. So you it go. may be absolutely worth the investment, especially if it's a two year old dog. Okay, I'll pay for it for five seven years, and once it gets to eight or nine, okay, if yep. it's time to go, it's time to go. I can understand that. So we'll see how it goes, and we'll see how the uh, how many people sign up for it in Mississippi. Yeah, interesting, Derek. So new law allowing health insurance for your pets. Uh, maybe we ha- I know we have some listeners that might be uh, frequenting that and. Uh, Good luck to him, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the other way. You know, my cats are probably 13 years old, and um, God bless them. Uh, that's <laughs> exactly. not not, not moving forward with that, mainly because I can't afford it, and I can't afford it because of inflation. But Derek, give us our new inflation numbers that came out just in the last couple of days about the month of it'd be the month of March, right? Uh, month of March. That's Got correct. Uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported on Wednesday that the annual rate of inflation is now at five percent. This is the lowest it has been in nearly two years. The last time it was at 5% was May in 2021. Excuse me, inflation just last summer was 9%, so it's down 4% since last June. However, consumers won't see much relief as prices continue to rise, resulting in an overall increase of 0.1% in March, following a 0.4% increase in February. While there was a 3.5% decline in energy costs month to month, the index for shelter more than offset a decline in the energy index, making it the largest contributor to the monthly increase. The shelter component of the March Consumer Price Index, or the CPI, you may hear it as CPI, which makes up a third of the overall inflation index, rose 0.6% over the last month after rising 0.8% in February. So as I said just a minute ago, it's it's 5% for everything year over year, but on a uh, yearly basis for just the shelter, it's 8.2%. So that's actually still 3.2% higher than the overall average. Um, the index for all items less food and energy rose 0.4% in March after raising rising 0.5% in February. So indexes uh, which increased in March, of course, include shelter, which I just mentioned, motor vehicle insurance went up, airline fares, household furnishings and operations, and new vehicles. So all those went up uh, from February to March. What went down was, uh, was medical care was down, index for used cars and trucks were down, some items of consumer goods were down from March, from February to March. Now, compared to March 22, the, the all items less food and energy index rose 5.6% over the last 12 months. And the food index, which is what we all feel, again, shelter was 8.6, the highest. The next was the food index at 8.5% over last year. So both uh, where you're living and what you're eating is still the two highest factors in that 5% uh, annual inflation rate. Again, the Fed has continued to steadily raise key interest rates, adding another 25 basis points back in March. And they right now, it looks all signs point to one more increase in May when they meet. I think it's the first or second week of May they meet. And then after that, most people ex- uh, expect another 25-point increase in May, which will take it to 825. And then a pause 
after that. So just it, to it, see if they can kind of that, just yeah. just to see. Okay, we we we've, we've been going down since December. Every month it's dropped, not as much as they want it to, but we're now in five. Hopefully the I say hopefully, but hopefully the April number is four point eight four point. So they see it going down. They'll do it one more time. The key number for the Fed is two, maybe two and a half percent is where they want to be. So we're still double what they would prefer the annual inflation rate to be. And so they'll they'll hammer at least one more time. And then I think, though, with the banking issues and with the fact, okay, we are now seeing real effects in the economy. We see more Amazon, Walmart, uh, Facebook, all the people laying off people. That will factor into the overall um, unemployment index. So we'll be watching those over the next three or four weeks, and I'll make that decision. But most right now, I think it's like 70 or 75% for one more quarter percent increase. And then a pause. Like you said, Derek, we feel it. There's no other way to put it. You feel it when you go to the grocery store or, uh, you know, everything, go out to eat. I mean, everything is more expensive right now. And um, it's just best if I keep my <laughs> mouth shut and just make jokes about dogs. That's what I'll do. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on that uh, so we can continue to have a high-quality, uh, friendly show. Um, it's just best if I don't mention my – particular views on inflation and why that is um but we digress but i can tell you one thing that i am a huge fan of and when you talk about positivity it's hard to find a bad word about our next sponsor a long time multiple decade wonderful business in the city of fernando the official dentist of the utw podcast tell us about the desoto family dental care desoto family dental care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience dr seymour dr paroli and dr trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Just an amazing asset in the city of Fernando for, good Lord, Derek, probably what, well over 30 years now. Yeah, I would say Well over 30 years. DeSoto Family Dental Care, great people. From the receptionist to the hygienist, everybody involved just do a wonderful job and uh, want, want to take care of you as a patient and be of service. DeSoto Family Dental Care, thank you for sponsoring the UTW Podcast. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention to the Under the Water Tower shout-outs. Simply want to raise a little bit of awareness or talk or give a bit of praise to the wonderful nonprofits going on right here in the city of Fernando. We'll kick things off. The DeSoto Arts Council this month, Derek, to, uh, I know this coming Friday is a special show or the opportunity to get together and, and you know, Give a round of applause, pat on the back to some wonderful artists, and the entire exhibit goes on this month. Tell us about it. This Friday is the Little Lot of Mine exhibit, which, again, as you mentioned, had been starting at the beginning of the month. This is the exhibit, I guess, the what should have been the uh, opening, I guess, the, the opening of the exhibit back uh, on March 31st. It was, of course, uh, pushed to April 14th due to the storms that came through in back-to-back weekends. Uh, so it will be held this Friday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., uh, it will be uh, art from individuals who are on the spectrum, uh, as well as other artists who have come in and brought their take on autism. I guess you know, so it's regular artists who have come in uh, that have you know provided arts that have um, you know blue. Blue is the number, the, kind of the color for autism. So if you go there, I went saw uh, yesterday afternoon. Absolutely uh, wonderful, wonderful works of art, all kind of takes, both from the uh, autistic artist as well as um, the uh, other individual, the 
I guess the artists of the, the that are members of the Arts Council that have brought theirs in that have their their take with different color, I guess hues of blue, uh, wonderful landscape scenery, uh, really cool. Um, some of the uh, autistic uh, uh, artists did uh, wonderful works where uh, like uh, was it anime? Uh, so like anime designs, a lot of that. So, some of those in there. There's some of, of birds and just absolutely cool to see all the type of art. So please go in there. You'll look. All the names are labeled about who did them. Uh, the, but they're having their big uh, I guess opening quote opening. Exhibit exhibit this Friday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, at the DeSoto Arts Council. There'll be refreshments. There'll be food. So please come by and uh, just let's celebrate these artists. No doubt, Derek. Just a wonderful cause there. Wonderful. The DeSoto Arts Council, they're always involved in our uh, UTW shout outs. And so uh, just a great thing right there off the Hernando Square. We mentioned in a teaser earlier, Derek, the April 21st through April 23rd weekend in the city of Hernando and North Mississippi as a whole is, is tremendous. So let's start the morning of the DeSoto Arts Council and the Hernando Farmers Market will be partnering up for a big event the morning of into the afternoon of April 22nd. Tell us about that. All right, so this is kind of a three-part day for Hernando. Yes. In the morning, or I guess morning through the afternoon, will be the Arts Festival, it's Earth Day, and the opening of the Farmer's Market. So this is all taking place on the Hernando Square. So the DeSoto Arts Festival is from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's on the square. They're going to have over 40-plus vendors, free activities for the kids, and information about upcoming art classes both throughout the rest of the spring and into the summer for you know kids and adults alike. You'll have Earth Day, of course, which uh, I think if you've been here before, they have diff- their own stations set up where it's going to be different booths you can go to to get things on how to keep the earth clean. Yeah. Yeah, I think they give away like you know cool some like get some bags. There's usually like a, a guy dressed up in a like a layer of dirt, a layer of earth. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so you know it's it's kind of a cool thing, but kind of an uh, eco friendly you know teaching how to be eco friendly. Uh, and then the last part of that, of course, is the opening of the farmers market. Uh, you mentioned Gia earlier. Uh, this is the first date. It'll be from that portion of the day is from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So again, Arts Council on Earth Day, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Farmer's Market, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and this is kind of the kickoff of the Farmer's Market. It'll be going from April 22nd all the way to the last Saturday in October. You'll be hearing more about them from the UTW podcast uh, as they're they're signing up with us for another year, Matt, of sponsorship. So we want to say thank you to the GIA for that. You'll Absolutely. be hearing more about their ad in a separate part of our show here going forward uh, starting in May. But right, we do want to go ahead and announce uh, that they are opening next weekend, the 22nd, along with Earth Day and the DeSoto Arts council festival and once you've done all that in the morning the early afternoon had an opportunity to enjoy the square then you have an opportunity that night to enjoy it even more with a wonderful event what number is this Derek? i mean i think like 13th 13, 13, 14 yeah, yeah it's amazing it's it's getting it's been around for a long long time the annual Mudbug bash celebrating and supporting the palmer home in the desoto county area just an amazing event Derek, tell us all about that you and i know the uh, the lady the main lady that puts things on and they do a wonderful job but uh i mean even i'm going to be going down to the concert the morgan wallen concert in oxford but i am going to make a donation to support the palmer home support the uh the mud bug bash and uh, just a wonderful event right here in hernando uh going to be that night on april 22nd tell us about it so the annual mud bug bash which of course as you mentioned benefits the palmer home uh, offers an opportunity to enjoy live music great food a silent auction and a whole lot of fun all for that great cause so this is each year oh matt we were wrong it's the 19th the 19th, 19th year, annual. Wow, 19th okay. annual event for the Mudbug Bash. It will take place Saturday, April 22nd from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Again, 
that night, that, that big night again, as you mentioned, in Oxford, but especially here in Hernando, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So you got about three hours at the end of the Earth Day and the uh, Arts Council Festival. Go home, shower up, get a babysitter for the kids, and come back out uh, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Especially have, the guy covered in dirt. He needs to, yeah. Especially that guy. Yeah, that he, guy. He is he supposed shower. to be there? Or is it like a kind of a creepy guy? Or oh, no. He, a, he looks like he looks. <laughs> there's like, nothing illegal going it's on like, there. I think he's supposed to be like dirt, maybe a little trash in him, and hey, pick up the Earth. And, I got like, you. you get got your picture it. taken okay. with him. It's a big, you know, oh, big okay, costume okay. type thing. Yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, but you come out and get crawfish. They have silent auction. Uh, they'll have, I mean, your ticket includes your drinks, sure. all that kind of wonderful thing. So please come out and support the Palmer Home next Saturday from 6 to 10 p.m. And you're going to see all of that all over social media. Palmer Home does a great job on Instagram. And the Hernando app. Make sure you get the there Hernando, you app. Hernando app. All of it's shown on the Hernando app. All that wonderful stuff there. That's something that, that I, when I saw Gia last night, visited with her a little bit about the Pinnacle Awards down in Hattiesburg. So many of those people are heavily involved in their community, uh, everywhere from Clarksdale, Meridian, uh, I want to say Hernando may have been the farthest north that was honored for anything. So that should tell you something right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but um, but I mean, those wonderful civic-minded people, and that's what we try and do with the uh, shout-outs is just uh, let people know all about it, keep it you know front of mind uh, to uh, to attend these events and support these local people. So, congratulations to the city of Hernando for. All the wonderful things, the great nonprofits that do wonderful events in the city of Fernando. Coming up next weekend, a huge, huge weekend coming up in the city of Fernando. Good luck to the Farmer's Market as they kick off their 23 season uh, next weekend. Well, Derek, speaking of seasons, we're in the middle of sports season. But before we talk about our spring sports for the schools we cover, tell us about a local signing, somebody moving on to college to, uh, to play the sport they love. A member of the North Point Christian School Trojans who played several positions signed Tuesday, April 4th to play at Lyon College in Batesville, Arkansas. Lyon College is coached by Chris Douglas and has been part of the American Midwest Conference since 2012. What sport are we playing? You didn't this say. This is football. football. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Dana Williams was a three-year starter uh, in his four years playing football at North Point. So we want to say congratulations to Dana on getting to go to school for free to play the game he loves not too far from here. Uh, not in Batesville, Mississippi, but Batesville, Arkansas at Lyon College. Now moving to the sports that we cover uh, for the spring, starting with North Point soccer. Since our last show, North Point had a rainout against Lausanne that was supposed to take place last Thursday. That will be a theme throughout the sports today with several teams having to reschedule games because of just the 36 hours of rain we had basically sent from Wednesday night all the way through Friday morning. So Tuesday night, it had been a week since the Trojans had played a match, and they traveled to Harding for a district matchup. The Trojans get an easy 10-1 to win, led by Miller Lashley with five goals and an assist, Eli Bailey, who had two goals and four assists, Charles Craig, who had a goal and an assist, and Brody Erber, who had the final goal. The Trojans are now 6-3, and 2-1 and one in district, and will travel to face a tough ECS team, Thursday night. The Trojan baseball team also had to cancel games on Thursday and Friday night, but were able to pick up a doubleheader on Saturday against North Delta to stay sharp for their district series this week. The Trojans broke the contest open with a five-run fourth inning after North Delta scored its only run in the top half of the frame to take a 10-1 victory to match the soccer score in game one. The Trojans scored two runs in the first inning and three more in the third before the five-run outburst put the game away. Sammy Chapman, Rob Hayes, and J.B. Williams each scored a pair of runs for North Point. Williams and Chapman each had a pair of hits, and Hudson Brown drove in three runs. Williams and K.L. Farr each hit triples, and Chapman and Hayes collected uh, doubles for North Point. In Game 2, North Point won a much closer matchup, 2-0, 
over North Delta to sweep the doubleheader. The Trojans scored single runs in the second and third innings to take the contest behind the no-hit pitching of Jace Robinson, who struck out two. North Point improved to 14-1-1, 3-1 with those victories. And then on Monday, they faced off in their first of their two-game district series against ECS. This game came down to the bottom of the seventh and a 1-1 tie that Rob Hayes walked off when he singled up the middle to give the Trojans a 2-1 win. Connor McNatt and K.L. Farr combined to strike out 14 batters and only give up one hit. The next night, the Trojans traveled to ECS for game the second half of the series, and the Trojans get the series sweep with a 3-1 win. J.B. Williams goes five innings and gives up one run, striking out four to get that win. Hudson Brown with a save. Williams also led at the plate with two hits, including a triple and an RBI. The Trojans are now 16-1-1, 5-1 in district, and they will next play Thursday night. Moving down to Lewisburg. Lewisburg did, softball did not play for the rest of last week due to the storms and Easter break. They picked up again on Tuesday night against Olive Branch for a district game that was also senior night. This, to, this was to be the first of four games this week with Olive Branch Tuesday, DeSoto Central Wednesday, DeSoto Central Thursday, and Center Hill Friday as they work to get all their district games in. For the senior night game on Tuesday, the Lady Patriots make easy work of the Lady Keisters in five innings, winning 10-0. Avery Williams had two hits and two runs. Madeline Savage had two hits. And Ann Etter had two hits and two RBIs. The Lady Patriots are now 16-7, 3-0 in district, and will play, as I mentioned, back-to-back games the next two days against DeSoto Central. Number four, Lewisburg Baseball had to postpone their third game against Center Hill until next Monday the 17th and now face DeSoto Central this week for their three-game district series matchup. In the first game Tuesday night, the battle was hard fought and it was pushed to extra innings. Lewisburg had a chance in the top of the eighth, but could not get a run in. In the home half, two batters are hit by Lewisburg pitchers and back-to-back singles gives DeSoto Central the walk-off 5-4 victory over the Patriots. Gabe Haley led the Patriots at the plate with two hits. Their record is now 17-6, 5-1 in district. That was their first district loss. And they will look to regroup and try to take the next two games with game two being on Friday in Lewisburg and Saturday back at DeSoto Central. Now, finally, under the water tower here with your Tigers softball and baseball teams, the Lady Tigers have also not played since last Tuesday and won a week before taking the field this past Tuesday night. On Tuesday, they played district rival Horn Lake and cruised to a 15-0 victory over the Lady Eagles. This pushes their record to 19-6, 3-0 in district, and they will look to stay on the winning track Wednesday night with another district game at South Panola. So again, we're taping this on Wednesday. They're playing tonight, and we'll have that score for you next week. And finally, number six Hernando baseball team had no game scheduled since last Tuesday and faced off Monday night in game three against Horn Lake. So they had already postponed uh, that third game knowing it was going to rain on Thursday and Friday after taking games one and two, 15 nothing and 14 nothing respectively. For game three, it was a little closer, but the Tigers still get the sweep with an 11-1 six-inning victory over the Eagles. Will Kraft had a pair of doubles, and Topher Jones also had two doubles and three RBIs. Then on Tuesday night, the, the Tigers went out of district and took on Cleveland Central. This game also only went six innings as Hernando's offense continued to mash and Topher Jones was strong on the mound going three innings with seven Ks to get an 11-1 win. So, again, both 11-1 wins this week, which is fantastic. Preston Johnson, three runs, three hits. Hallis Lawson had three hits with a double. And Brody Martin had two hits, 
a double and a home run with five RBIs. Hernando is now 20-4, and 8-1 wow. in district, and will take the mound again Thursday night. You hope the 20-4 and four record, that's a heck of a record, but you, you, know, you just hope that they um, – I mean, Hernando does not have the toughest district. You well, know, they're we, done with district right. now, so they're eight and one. So they, you know, they're eight okay, and one. Okay, um, that means that they won district. Okay, obviously, one district, one, number one seed. They, so they, they played the other three teams. They'll get a buy. They'll get a buy, and so it's just a matter right now of playing non-conference games, staying fresh. Okay. I, they finished their district schedule right now. What the schedule says is that now again, I'm not saying this could sure. change rain because of rain. So right now they have um, Carville on the 14th. Okay. Which again is this Thursday night, as I mentioned, and then Germantown on the fifteenth, and that is all that is on the regular season regular schedule. schedule. So I'm saying that the playoffs must start somewhere around the, that twenty second weekend. So some sometime because if they're getting the next week off, the, the Tigers are playing sometime probably the either the what's the week following the twenty third, twenty fourth week. That week will probably when the playoffs start. Interesting. So look forward to uh, look forward to catching up to speed. Sounds like the Lady Tigers and Tigers uh, more than likely are going to win the district. Well, you said the the boys won district already, but yep. the girls. Will be played Girls for, have not lost yet, but they, they lost, still yes. have several, three or four more games yeah, to play. So the district title for uh, this area up until you know next year we go to seven A. Next year things change. Mm-hmm. Tougher, very tough district. All uh, the 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 Soto County teams plus Oxford. It'd be a whole different ball game next year. So let's see what kind of hay we can make this year. Thank you to all those men and women as they continue to play and fight hard for their schools. We appreciate the opportunity to cover you on the diamond each and every week and uh, and the soccer pitch as well. So good luck to all those players as they continue their high school season. You know, one thing we didn't mention as we as we begin to wrap up the show uh, this week, um, and where we we're going to talk obviously about church here in just one second. But you know, prom happened over this past weekend. It did last Friday, Friday on right. Good Friday, which we can talk about that. But, but neither here nor there, it happens. It is what it is. We can gripe about it all we want to. But thankfully, everything seemed to go well all across this area. I know Lewisburg, Hernando's, Sanatobias was Thursday night. Um, so again, answer prayers for kids to have a good time, a good opportunity to uh, fellowship with each other and have fun at prom but uh no issues that you know in the area which is a wonderful thing where, where was your prom where was my prom oh gosh I, Derek, I don't even think i can remember I, I, uh, ours was in our cafeteria okay you had the old cafeteria prom we had the straight up cafeteria wow. prom and i got these kids talking about you know hernando went to uh memphis uh yeah. to the wonderful restaurant in, uh shelby farms area yeah yeah what yeah. the, the it, by that coast or somewhere yep. up in there, yeah, yep. that area, and then uh, Lewisburg goes to Oxford. Yep, you know, nice uh, down yep. there for a wonderful prom. I uh, had I had an experience with the Lewisburg prom. I'm not. This is not the right place to uh, okay. talk about okay. it. Um, have I told you that yet? You have not told me that. Oh we're talking my about gosh, all, yeah. all that's fair. that's an all fair conversation. Uh, all fair conversation. I'll call you tomorrow during work because that's about an hour of rant. I need to <laughs> but, need to have. Um, I, yeah, so I, I, I'm envious. I will say that I'm envious of all the kids getting to travel 30 minutes an hour yeah, to have it at these beautiful sure. places. Because yes, yeah, straight up, we had to decorate. Cap- oh, yeah. The junior class no, no, had no. to you, decorate. You guys the look like class. footloose. Y'all look yeah, like oh, footloose. Oh no, it was a thousand percent <laughs> footloose. Hey, my, my junior year, our theme, Wild Wild West. Oh man, I nice. mean uh, the Skate Club, yeah, Wild good. Wild West, yeah. just absolutely great fantastic. Song. Uh, yeah, so we we did. A, I, I will say our class did a great job. No but doubt. I mean, it's just. It, there are memories with that, yeah, of course. But also, when you look back and you're like, because you know these cafeteria here is what I'm like, man, you get to go to Oxford and I, I was in a cafeteria. Yeah, well, see, we had cafeteria dances about twice a year. It'd be a fundraiser for like the yeah. the, the cheerleader cheerleaders or the dance team or whatever. Back to school dance, back, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we'd have a solid couple of cafeteria dances, which were always so fun because they were more close. Yeah. Than the gym, you know, and I DJed, and it was very easy. It was it was a much better setting, mm-hmm. um, in the cafeteria and stuff. But I honestly can't. I need to I need to look that up and ask some friends of mine where my prom was because <laughs> man, I can't even remember. 
That's terrible. That, that's that's, oh my gosh, said, that's, hey, that's uh, terrible. I hope you hey, had a really good time. Remind me so. to tell you, we'll talk more off air about the Lewisburg prom. I'll just lead into this with church because what I'm going to say has something to do with it. Um, Derek, you, you just, if you invite someone to a prom or an event, mm-hmm. be a good host. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Okay. I'll okay. leave it at that. that, that I, that's good yeah, about hey, that's hey, good about, good, hey what's that, kind. Tim McGraw? Uh, yeah. Gentle and kind? That's it. Gentle that's and it. kind. Just be gentle and kind. If you don't want to – okay. Yeah. This just <laughs> If you invite someone someone to a prom, a dance, to an event, be kind. That night, um, be nice and polite, even if your time with them has come to an end. Okay. No. You can figure there out what there I said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. You can figure that out. But look. Speaking of kindness, Derek, as we wrap up this uh, week's UTW podcast, Church, you have finished your book that we've talked about for the last five or six weeks. That's done. Ended that. Now, what are you guys kicking off? Are y'all cooking, kicking off something new? Uh, a brand new the, study. Brand new study coming up for your Sunday school class this Sunday at Hernando Methodist Church. Uh, what are we doing? We're, we're gonna, I'm going to introduce it this week. So I've sent it out to the class. I'm hoping they've purchased the books. If they haven't purchased the book yet, that's okay, because I'm just going to introduce it, right. kind of give a little background to it. Not going to start the first chapter yet. It's called Liturgy of the Ordinary, Sacred practices for everyday life wow so i mean just so it, that's it, a long so, one it's, yeah. it's a long title so <laughs> liturgy of the ordinary is the right. title and then you got the subtitle sacred practices in everyday life so just something that you can do every day to help us along our daily journey uh, it's got a cool book cover i did pull it up to make sure i had the the subtitle sure Matt, little peanut butter and jelly there little peanut go. butter uh, jelly sandwich there on the front uh but it's just basically how to um, you know, to take these small practices, and we, we you know, we did a, a kind of a Sabbath study uh, is what we kind of got over with a Sabbath and a, a cutting the hurry out of your life study is what we've done really over the last three or four months, and this one's okay now. Just little small changes that we can make to go along with that, but these other little small things that you can do in your life to just. To, to bring just the gospel into your yeah, life. Sure. So really looking forward to it. And uh, I hope the last two we've done have been really well received and, and hoping for this one too. Well, I mean, I've told you before on air and off air, those young people, you know, I think they're, most of them are going to be in their thirties. And so, um, you know, they, it's a thankless job sometimes, but trust me, they get a lot out of it. And well, I just, you know, thing. it took me to 48 to yeah. understand the things that I'm trying to sure. incorporate in my life now. I'm hoping they can have a decade exactly. jump on where I was. Right, yeah. and when you have somebody that's in, you know, in their late 40s talking to them and say, hey, I was in the same place as you 10, 12, 15 years ago, trust me, you know, Calm down a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be okay. If little Sally's 10 minutes late for that soccer match, it's going to be okay. Those type things, right, uh, that we wish we would have known 10, 12, 15 years ago. But, Derek, something that didn't exist 10, 12, 15 years ago or podcast. And we're so appreciative of people tuning in to the UTW Podcast. And if you enjoy our show, please look us up on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, OB Pod, simply stands for Olive Branch, covers the eastern side of DeSoto County, especially Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics, OB Pod. Look them up today. If you enjoy our show, please give us a five-star review. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star. Simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. Well, as you mentioned, Derek, uh, shout out to the Hernando Farmers Market. We're going to continue to start talking more and more about that as they kick off as a, our newest advertiser on May 1st. Look forward to working with them throughout the uh, the next few months with the Farmers Market. Thank you for uh, investing in us again. Thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors. Thank you especially to Brian Couch and Terry Thomas with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Uh, we look forward to uh, continuing this spring and summer with you. Derek, have a wonderful week. Can't wait to be back with you here at the Mobile Cars and Van Royal Studios. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next week under the water tower. Yeah.